Welcome to Pop Bite number five. It is our mini-sode about Chernobyl, the Yay. HBO show. And this is, of course, in a series of mini-sodes where we talk about things that, that cannot just wait until our weekly show. So welcome back, our Twitter master. Oh my God. Okay, <laughs> Pop culture I'm... master. He's not going to be Yeah, no, it's okay. okay. I, I accept it. <laughs> Hello, Emil Hoffelenia. Hello. It's Emil Hoffelenia. The Twitter podcast. Oh, okay. Okay, Charlie. Anyway. You're the one you're the one with the radio show. Anyway. Anyway, let us begin. This is about Chernobyl, which I found out from Emil. Oh, really? His very first pop stop. We didn't call it pop stop. Oh really? Then. Is that right? Yeah, because you oh, were like okay. I'd recommend Chernobyl after Game of Thrones because yeah. what else can you watch after Game of Thrones? On HBO, then, yeah, yeah, yeah. This is a really good show. And yeah. I was like, okay, I'll check it out. And then cool. he was right because he's the master. Oh, okay. Let's <laughs> not make this about me. But yes, Chernobyl. Like, uh, HBO is very well known for producing really good miniseries. Mm-hmm. Like, all the way back from, like, Band of Brothers. But, um, and this became, like, the next big thing after Game of Thrones. And right away, it became yeah. the number one show on IMDb. Which is ridiculous i mean like not ridiculous because it doesn't deserve it but ridiculous because it happened so quickly and that's crazy i mean i guess people were just really sad about game of thrones (laughs) ending people were willing to give up the crown (laughs) and even the podcast has like three thousand ratings for a five episode podcast chernobyl is about of course the chernobyl incident that happened in 1986 is that correct? Yeah, in the mid-1980s. I don't remember Let's exactly. just say yes. that. And it's a five-episode miniseries that shows what happened. Well, it tries... It will first bring you to the experience of what happened mm. that night, but it will slowly piece together the each piece for you to figure out what really happened. Because in the beginning, you're like, okay, how will I get into this show that's just about, like, yeah, it's a like nuclear his- historical accident. drama, and it's like every episode is over an hour long. But then next thing you know, it's just like you're just so hooked into yeah. it. But it, but it's like this. It's not hooked in the sense that you're. It it's the oper- The fu- fun is not the operative word when it comes to Chernobyl. It's not it quote unquote fun to watch. But it's just like it's like. When it's like when you watch a horror movie and you're just fascinated because this is like real life horror, and that's the horror of it all. Yeah, it exactly. happened in real it's life. It's so hard to believe that it happened when you think about the fact that in somewhere in Russia there's a a, a piece of land that is literally nothing can live there anymore. Mm-hmm. It's ho- it's horrible. Like it's yeah. crazy. Yeah. And it's so fascinating, but it's so sad at the same time. Yeah. And that is what you get when you watch Chernobyl. Of course, the show is created by Craig Mazin. Mazin? I'm not so sure how to pronounce that. Yeah, sorry. A mer- uh, a white guy. <laughs> hey, well, yeah, yeah. He's, he, and what's been interesting about his career is that people have made it known that his career has been like a string of really bad comedies. He wrote like the sequel to Snow White and the Huntsman. Did he? Yeah, and then this is the first time he's gotten like a legit hit and people are embracing it. So we just keep working at, at those scripts and eventually you're going to get a good one. So And each episode is actually directed by just one yeah, episode. Uh, Johan uh, one episode. One director. Yeah. See, Johan Rank. Yeah, who is also, who's well known also for directing episodes of Breaking Bad, mm-hmm. of like different, 
other shows, but yeah, this is I think the first time he's gotten a whole project to himself. Yeah. And it stars Jared Harris, mm-hmm. Stellan Skarsgård of the Skarsgård oh, acting yeah. clan. From Thor. <laughs> <laughs> that guy. And Emily Watson. Yes. So Jared Harris plays... No, uh, Legasov. Legasov. Yeah. Stellan Skarsgård plays uh, Sherbina. Sh- and Emily Watson plays Kiyomov. Kiy- Good luck with Kiyomov. the pronunciations. I'm going to refer to them by the actors' names. <laughs> it's, it's hard to pronounce Russian. They're all comrades as yes. um, Soviet yes. shows go. And Emily Watson, si Komyok, Komyok yeah. pala. Si Komyok is actually not a real-life yeah. person, but uh, an amalgamation. Yeah. Wow, big word. Yeah. Amalgamation of several scientists yes. who were involved with the rehabilitation of Chernobyl. Yeah. So, first reactions to the show, of course. Oh, you're asking me? Yes. Oh, um, <laughs> no, what I, what I love about how Chernobyl is structured as a miniseries is that first episode, it's all the disaster. Mm-hmm. And it sucks you in instantly. And I was so, like, scared. Like, yeah, diba? Not because of what happened, but in the beginning, I was like, is this the sort? Parang is this the sort of thing na papanoorin ko? Because hindi naman ako mahilig sa mga mm. like and not necessarily historical stuff, but like science and stuff mm. like that. But okay. obviously, it goes way beyond the science and the yeah. nuclear thing because it's transcendent, yeah. and that's the scary part of it. Yeah, but that first episode, kasi, is so effective because they do like say Johan Rick really films it like a horror movie, but mm-hmm. it's not filmed in. Like it's not exploitative. It's it doesn't show these people suffering, and it doesn't turn it into like a spectacle. It really sort of shows us the the horror of it. There's no jump scares or anything, but you just feel, when you feel the hairs at the back of your neck standing up. You feel the goosebumps whenever you hear them say stuff like, like in five years you're gonna die of cancer for sure. Parang that's I can't believe that's real. It's and insane. You feel like you're actually in the show with the characters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, that's you sort of feel cold thing. when you're there. It's it's the visual design of it. It's the direction. Yeah. Iba. Iba yeah. And, and the sound design, like especially like in in the first episode, then when you hear things just sort of going wrong in Exploding. the facility. <laughs> it's it's creepy. It's like there's it's besides super well done. And yeah. yung pagagawa din ng kasi ng sound design, hindi siya yung it's leading you up yeah, yeah, to yeah, the yeah, moment. Yeah. Tama, tama. It's just with you at that moment yeah. and it brings you there. I yes. heard this from the podcast na they designed it that way. Mm. The sound designer was just there for like the moment, not like a horror movie, for yeah. example, that will. Parang alam mo na na. Hindi siya biglang tatahimik. Oh, and then parang, boom, boom, yeah, yeah. Parang yung uh, gaganan lang yung. It's sound just this eh. droning noise, which is makes you really uneasy the whole time. Eh. So galeng, yeah. And yeah, for me, it's the same reaction. It was also very unnerving and scary. Aside from the fact that I didn't know what I was getting into. Yeah. Um, the fact that this happened and it was real life makes it even yeah. like worse because what happened was uh, an R- rbk yes yeah an if rbk if reactor exploded, exploded yeah. and nobody knew it was gonna happen and nobody could figure out why it exploded like in the beginning they were also 
um, they were also hesitant. No, that couldn't have exploded. Yeah. It can't explode. They they kept saying, uh, "You did. We did everything right. Mm-hmm. Like they were just following protocol." And then did they? Yeah, through the, through the episodes, you discover like maybe they not. didn't. Yeah. Oh, what I wanted to point out also, Apple, is that why am I um, speaking in a Batman voice? <laughs> um, uh, it makes you think a lot about how other like disaster movies or shows like that they especially mga Hollywood produced they're very parang nagiging action movie na sila when you think of Day After Tomorrow 2012 um, all that stuff and I feel like this is one of the only times I've seen a disaster uh, film slash show really treat it like this human tragedy eh? mm-hmm. it's not about the explosions or anything it's about like the the effects of it on the people and how actions of people caused it as well. So magaling, like yeah. And you'd Ganda. see it through multiple perspectives. Yes. civilians. Yeah. Yes. See Liu de Mila. That's the wife of oh, okay, a firefighter. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. I only know them by the actors. Like, <laughs> the like the Barry uh, Kogan. I think that's how you pronounce his last name. The 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 um Soviet the young Soviet guy who's who's recruited to kill animals to mm-hmm. con- that are contaminated. Yeah. Um th- like that's one of my favorite parts of the show is the fact that there are these little side stories that they don't even continue like through multiple episodes. They just sort of happen. They're self contained. But they're so heartbreaking and they're, they they, they really add to another side of sort of the whole thing. So yeah. So you see that there, the civilians, you people mm. who are just dragged into it. Yeah. They didn't even know there about radiation that yeah, much, yeah, yeah. and most majority of them died because yeah. they went on a bridge. It's called the Death Bridge, yata, right now. Mm. They went on a bridge and they were watching. Oh yeah, that's right. They were watching. Uh, they just were watching the explode. The, the, the glowing fire. light. Yeah, they were watching. And they the were fire. like, "Wow, this is amazing!" <laughs> and then they died. <laughs> it's and just like they what died. The yeah. And Liu de Mila was kind of the one, na parang. I don't think we should be going there. I'm gonna avoid this. Mm. And then may baby pass. Oh, so nakaka. Yeah. Ano talaga. And even just like the the miners who were uh, recruited to build the to dig a tunnel or the, the ones oh, who were yeah. on the roof just who had ninety seconds to throw the graphite off the roof. Parang, like it's just it's so it's super visceral. That's and the it's word hard for to it, believe yeah. all this happened in real life. Yeah, it's all it's again, it's you go back to you keep thinking like, how could this have happened? And then you realize like, it, somehow it, it happened. It actually yeah. did. Nobody knew, and they had to deal with it. Arguably, very and not arguably, but like evidently, sobrang hirap na pinagdaan nila para masolve yung problema dahil sa lahat ng yeah. mga gobierno. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> tagalog na talaga. No, you know you're angry when <laughs> you code switch, but yeah, yeah. Pero yun um. Of course, people really sacrificed themselves, and by the end of the show, they'd show as with any like the dramatization of a real life event. Papakita nila, okay, this is what happened to this character, this character, mm. and Emil was telling me via Facebook Messenger that <laughs> he just felt like he was gonna curl up in a ball. Yeah, I mean, ah, uh, I mean, it's 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 hard to process because. At this point, it's not the kind of true story film slash series where my resolution's a dulo. Mm-hmm. Because it's history. I mean, they, they managed to contain um, Chernobyl to an extent, but they didn't, they didn't win, quote unquote. Because 
the damage that that occurred is there forever and eh? so it's this tragedy that we have to live and with until until this day yeah. up to today we're all to an extent inhaling some of this toxin because you know it's it's in the air now like forever because Pripyat is still highly radioactive yeah no, you can't now. go there like, you can influencers yeah, have gone I, I there was, i was just about to, <laughs> i mean you shouldn't go there because i mean if you want to die of cancer in five years i mean sure i mean i think it's safe to because um because of the show the the tourism in that area has spiked up yeah i mean but you have to take precautions but it's like dark tourist on Netflix. Yeah, but you see pictures of, of Instagram influencers who have like their clothes off and stuff. That's so that, dumb. I Can I just say? <laughs> As in, naka bikini pa yung yeah, isa, yung suit. I mean, they're they're here for a good time, not a long and time. And they they are there for that reason, yeah. and of course they're gonna suffer the consequences probably. Yeah. Then they watch the show. <laughs> I mean, maybe they're aware of that. Maybe they're like, you know what? The planet, YOLO. The planet might die in like the next 15 years, so... Might as well. I mean, I think... I'd, I'd, I'd actually like to visit. I don't oh, know I, how, I wouldn't. I, 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 I don't know how safe it oh, is man. for me to visit that place. But I've been to Anne Frank's house and that was so moving and that was so... I feel I don't know. How. Okay, but I think that's different. Because, <laughs> like I would never go to Chernobyl just because I feel like I would. I would even before getting there. I feel like I would throw up or something. Just knowing that you're going to a radioactive place. Yeah, and like seeing what it did to some like the that firefighter in twenty five years old who had like all his skin sort of mm-hmm. just come off in like the second episode or something. Toptonov. I like how you know these. See Toptonov. Toptonov was one of the engineers yeah, yeah, yeah that's and right, that's it right, was revealed right. in the show so again i guess you're in too deep now but we're this is kind of spoiler heavy oh yeah well i mean it's history watched. it's fact i mean but like the actual quote-unquote characters that's true yeah yeah, yeah. so I, if you I, haven't we, yet pause and watch chernobyl it's just five episodes if you'd like listen to their chernobyl podcast yeah. it's also great and back to the topic Toptonov was revealed as a 25-year-old nuclear engineer who was just on the job for four months. Mm-hmm. So that's in itself crazy enough. Na parang yeah. yung mga top engineers niya sa loob ng um, nuclear plant, 25 years old lang na yeah. four months on the job to create such a test that would essentially harm the whole of Europe and the world yeah. if they hadn't contained it. And it's it's heartbreaking also to think that like the reason why like it, I was so upset at the fact that there's this they have this huge dangerous nuclear reactor that they clearly didn't really know how to manage, mm-hmm. and the only reason why like it was built is because like Cold War shit. so they were competing against America and like trying to develop weapons ahead of the other country and look what happened. But I mean it's so easy to i feel like it'd be so easy to point at soviet russia and say oh this is just a soviet russia problem but mm-hmm. it's not there eh. like it it goes to a sort of a universal thing about how um governments and bureaucrats will statecraft yeah in the words yeah of the show yeah like we'll we'll just sort of hide things talaga from the public just to gain some sort of tactical advantage over an enemy parang and then, that, uh, but in the end, like everyone ends up suffering more. Eh? So, and now we're getting to the real tea of this episode. Because <laughs> the show poses the question 
What is the cost yeah. of lies? Yeah, that's on the that's on the poster. Yeah, that's like the and main. And that's the first episode as well. And yeah, I mean, true enough. The cost of lies are millions of lives. Yeah, at rhymes. Hooray <laughs> at rhymes. But yeah, I mean, it makes you think about like the, all the climate change stuff happening now, and like the fact that there's still climate change deniers also. But why would you? Why not take the precaution, right? Like. If if scientists the world over are telling us that hey at a certain point we're not gonna be able to save the earth anymore like why would you decide to hold on to your like if if you're a business like if you're the owner of like a massive corporation that puts greenhouse gases into the atmosphere like why would you hold on to your wealth instead of like giving the planet a chance to be alive I mean I know the the answer is like greed and whatever but that. Like on a human level, it's like why wouldn't you want to help everyone stay alive? Like I mean, the, it's gonna affect you exactly anyway. in the end. Like your money is gonna mean nothing. So <laughs> and you know, it, what's very amazing about this show was that even though it was written before, even before the 2016 mm, American elections, yeah, yeah. it's very timely and relevant to the political climate today because we yeah. experience a lot of fake news yes. and we feel it's a conspiracy but we feel that governments not just in the philippines or you know ang dami ng tinatago yeah. for the sake of public image because parang getting down to it it's public image that matters to them more than mm-hmm. the lives of the millions of filipinos who are suffering yeah. or the millions of immigrants in america who are experiencing hatred mm-hmm. just because they come from a different place you would think that I mean everyone knew about Chernobyl, like, and it's it's part of, you know, in a way, like Chernobyl itself, not just the show, but the event is is part of pop culture now. Like, mm-hmm. there are a lot of horror movies set in Russia that have to do with like Chernobyl, uh, like radiation turning people into monsters or whatever. But you would think that after this happened, people would be like, oh, okay, that's this is like literally the worst that could happen. We should stop lying to the people, and yet. It still happens, so I don't know what to say about that. Well, uh, I was listening to the podcast again, and there is the Craig Mazin was saying, uh, he was like, of, okay, it's ne- sometimes it is necessary to lie, he realized, mm. but to what extent do lies, yeah, yeah, yeah. can lies like affect you? Because as the sh- to quote the show, this uh, I'm not going to quote like one of the great quotes from the fifth yeah, episode yeah. but here's just one of the quotes there now every lie we tell incur incurs a debt a debt a debt to the truth sooner or later that debt is paid and it's true enough i mean eventually everything just comes to light people come out and tell you that this is the real deal this is the tea and you know good luck to those people who just live in a cascade of lies or in that show house of lies make it house of lies there is a show it's a com it's a comedy house <laughs> Iba of pala. yeah house of cards yung house of cards yung presidential something yeah yeah pero house of lies is a different thing but yeah. you get what i mean yes, house yes of lies. I, I get what you mean um it's speaking of that quote uh like kudos also since we forgot to mention that the fact that the all the actors are so good like they were the like amazing what i love especially about jared harris and stellan skarsgård Hindi showy yung yung performances nila. Eh. Mm-hmm. Like it's not 
again going with sort of the the approach that the director had to the material like, it's not they're not trying to make a spectacle out of anything like there are speeches and outbursts in the show but they're not like again you're hollywood moments now you're supposed to find them entertaining like the performances are very subdued but at the same time especially at the fifth episode it's like you feel everything suddenly like you feel the weight on the shoulders again it's yeah, I mean, it's it's good. I, I I love the fact that they approached it in a grounded, realistic way. I I mean, and like I knew because of the credits and like all the material going out in the internet that Stellan Skarsgård was there, but I didn't even realize he was Sherbina oh. until like the second episode. He looks so different. And yeah, and like his his accent is a little bit different than what we're used to. Although on the topic of accents, like if there's any <laughs> if there's any like little things, because. I don't think it's a perfect miniseries. I think mm-hmm. there are bits and pieces there that I would have wanted to see more of. But such as, uh, well, I mean, I've like, <laughs> with regard to like my critiques for Chernobyl, like on one, like I have a valid critique and I have like a much small thing that I can forgive, but it's just kind of weird. Go ahead. the The valid critique is that, um, I feel like there are human stories in that they hint at that I feel like could have been told more like i feel like uh there's room there to really explore a little bit more how it affected like just normal people like not not necessarily people who were working on the site but how did this affect like civilians working uh, living just like kilometers away like it it shows them getting into buses and stuff but Mm -hmm. not much more so that's just like a suggestion that i wish could have been maybe they could come up with a series like stories of oh yeah yeah yeah. like i wouldn't mind because i think there are a lot of deleted scenes listening to the podcast they talk about a lot of the deleted scenes okay and by one of them it's a backstory to the at love who is mm. sort of the cause yeah, of, yeah, yeah, of, yeah, yeah. of it all. Yeah. I'd love to know more about him because like what does he think? I think um yung since the story at uh, in real life, the at love was already part of a first nuclear accident oh that affected not him but <laughs> oh his kid. Oh my god. And his kid died of leukemia oh because of god. that. But <sighs> I think tuta. it couldn't like blend in with the rest of the scene. Yeah, I, I can so, see why. But and yeah. there's even more about um, Akimov or something. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Okay. There's a lot of characters yeah, in, in this movie. Uh, in, in this show, series. Yeah. But yeah, so that's my valid critique. My self-proclaimed valid critique. The other one is that everyone in this show is British for some reason. <laughs> and it's they really... intentionally did that. Did they, did they say why? why? Did they, they said na, we didn't want to have this Russian accent na magiging Ano na lang, patawa na lang siya or mm. magiging... Well, because Russian accents typically on shows are just like... Just for laughs or I mean, for like the caricature. Well, ako kasi, like, I'm... If that's really the reason, I, I still disagree with it because... Um, I feel like there have been enough American productions with Russian characters played by Russian actors. And like, it... For me, it makes a difference. Um, mm-hmm. Like, I think the most prominent example is this show called The Americans, which is about Russian spies. The, the main actors are American, but there's a huge part of the cast na Russian actors talaga. And they mostly speak Russian mm-hmm. throughout so the show. you're saying it's not really an excuse? For me. And, since yeah. you've seen that show. Yeah, and I think even more so here, because this is such a big part of their history. Na eh. And I feel like it would have, for me at least, I would have... 
I, it was it didn't bother me to the point that I was distracted till episode five, dinner man. But like, I feel like it would have still been better if this these were actual Russian actors mm-hmm. because there are a lot of actors out there who can do it. So yeah, for me, I don't know, but yeah. Don't hate me. I still love the. I still love the, the series. <laughs> definitely, like it's for me. So lalabas si Zoya da Destroya. Dito. Oh my god! I love, thank you. I love Glow. I love Glow. Absolutely the best. Listen, yeah. listen to that. Watch that on yeah. Netflix. Season three is coming. Oh up my god! I'm so soon. Excited. Oh wait, no, I just wanted to say that, um, because I've been watching a lot of TV. Uh, this well, the past two years, but this year, what's been interesting for me is that with the end of Game of Thrones, kasi, I think for me, Game of Thrones was like the last prestige drama to really to end like in the era of Mad Men and Breaking Bad and um, uh, the Americans mm-hmm. and stuff like that so Game of Thrones is Game, also. yeah Game of Thrones is like the last one to go and now the most interesting stuff that's happening on TV for me at least is these half hour comedy dramas like Fleabag Better Things oh my, you have to watch Fleabag um, I'm gonna get there because I just finished Chernobyl oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. but I think yeah, post Game of Thrones uh, networks are sort of struggling a little bit with their hour-long dramas, but Chernobyl is probably the best one that's I've, that I've seen this year. And uh, it like because if I have, if I had to make like a top fifteen right now of shows that I've seen so far, most of them are half-hour comedy dramas. Mm-hmm. But Chernobyl is like up there as a, the lone like hour-long drama. That and I it's really easier love. to binge because the shorter. Oh, that's ones. true. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's always been my problem. Like, I want to try watching Supernatural, but it's like oh, it's, an hour long and like, 14 oh my, seasons yeah, long. Same as Grace Anatomy. <laughs> yeah. I don't know how my 13-year-old sister was able to watch all 13 seasons. Tell her to study. Joke lang. Nakikinig siya ngayon. Oh my God. Hello, sorry, sister. Sorry. They love... My sisters love Grace Anatomy so much. So, I'm kind of like curious I mean, about what if, it is <laughs> so yun, um, as you were saying earlier this is such a tragic thing but it was done so beautifully yeah and that's the irony of it all like at the end of it i kind of wanted to clap alone in my room mm. but at the same time parang i can't also because why would you clap for all this hurt yeah. and radiation and everything and you know step up everyone i mean it's the the world we live in is so hard right now and we must continue to speak up and take action i always say this in my podcast now i don't know why i mean of course i know why but you know we know the enemy of the podcast just kidding (laughs) and speaking of enemies so as a very quote-unquote soviet thing Russian TV is gonna air its own patriotic retelling of the Chernobyl story. Of course. Because they're saying, of course, the American produced a propaganda Chernobyl though, is yeah. a propaganda and it didn't really happen. And this NTV's Chernobyl will be more of a fictional take on Chernobyl. Mm. And it will show that there's some American CIA agent that <gasps> was the cause of Chernobyl. Yes. Okay. I mean, go um, off, I guess. I don't know if I'm gonna see it, watch that. I'm curious nah, to see what it I is. I mean, I don't, I don't even think it'll be shown. It might not be shown outside Russia. I don't know. The internet is. That's there true, for a but I mean, nah, <laughs> nah, we we good. It's okay. And aside from that, I'm just gonna say that. You know, uh, I forgot what I was gonna say. 
Oh, well, I, I, I'll add that. Um, because this, this, I feel like with a lot of true story shows and movies and stuff, there's always... Obviously, there's always going to be a backlash from... Um, Whoever's being portrayed. Yeah. Um, but when it comes to stuff like this, na, it's revealing injustice. The people who are portrayed as guilty always seem to try and fire back. So like... Uh, I was in the toilet. That's what the ad loves oh, okay. in his yeah, trial. Yeah, that's right, that's right. But that, uh, he's the guy nga, who was kind of the cause of it all. Yeah. And he was like, I didn't do that. I was in the toilet while my people yeah. were doing it. And everyone's like, yeah. talaga. As in, every time these statesmen would do really bad decisions just for their image, I would be like, Ugh. Yeah. Speaking of getting mad though, I don't know if you've seen this, but uh, the other hour-long drama that I love from this year is for, is on Netflix. It's called When They See Us. Oh, I'd love to see this? that. Um, I mean, not love, but yeah, like, yeah, you know, I'm very interested. It's, it's in only watching. four episodes long. It's about the Central Park Five, the five boys who were wrongfully convicted for the, the assault and rape. The exonerated five, they want to be called now. Oh, yeah, the exonerated five. That's right. Sorry. Um, but yeah, uh, and ever since that series came out, the people who were responsible for putting them in jail have lost their jobs. They're being investigated again. So, and now they're angry and saying, Parang, this, this series misrepresented us. But again, know. what is the cost of lies? Yeah, exactly. Back to Chernobyl. It's and I same, was saying yeah. kanina na, the Chernobyl incident is actually, Gorbachev said, Parang one of the reasons why the Soviet Union disbanded in the first mm, place. Yeah, yeah, Kasi, yeah. Yun this happened. I mean, it's it's in a global scale. Yeah, it's such a major f up. It's just like you can't do anything after that anymore. That is crazy, yeah. and that is why you should watch yes. Chernobyl. It's Absolutely. amazing, not super amazing according to me. Hey, 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 I love it. Absolutely. I mean, not everything is super just, amazing. I, I just like being well rounded and trying to explore areas where things can maybe improve. But I love. Of course, it I'm the same. Yes. And my friends judge me for that. You're so critical, naman. Come on. We, we still love And it. that is why we have this show yes. and minisodes, because we can talk about it without being judged. <laughs> They're going to judge us after they listen. <laughs> Hello, okay. friends. Yeah, whatever. It's okay. So, may pop stop ka pa ba for this episode? Oh, I think I exhausted my... Well, uh, since I mentioned it just now, um, uh, please also watch When They See Us on Netflix, which is directed... And co-written by Ava DuVernay, who did Selma, she did 13th. Um, so she's, she's a great example of an artist using her art as protest. And like th- her art is actually creating real change in the real world. So mm. it's, it's also very hard to watch, extremely emotional. You will feel like angry crying throughout the entire thing, but it's, it's great. So. And HBO, ako, I'm going to say Big Little Lies season oh, two okay, just okay. started. And Meryl's Meryl. Oh yeah, Meryl's Tagalog na Meryl's Meryl Streep. Meryl Streep is she's obviously Meryl Streep. Amazing. Yeah, she's gonna win an Emmy. Obviously, she is stirring the pot real good. She is serving all the tea right now. And I just the episode, the second episode just came out today. I'm about oh, to watch okay, cool, it. Cool. And wow, even the cast themselves are were like. Series with a spoon, yeah. Saka si Nicole Kidman and um, Alexander Skarsgård mm. and Shailene Woodley. Shailene Woodley. They were all raving about how Shepard. great Meryl Streep is. I'm sure I would too if I knew Meryl Streep personally. <laughs> Let's have her on the show. 
Miss oh, Meryl yeah. Streep, if you're listening, please do come to the show. We'd love God. to have you on here. That would be amazing. I wonder how we'd feel. We'd be quiet. I mean, there would be th- hundreds of people outside this room and this building for sure. <laughs> we'd probably have made it that far to have Meryl oh Streep on our show. In this, in this <laughs> humble little recording station. But let us dream big. Meryl Streep for popcorn. <laughs> Hashtag Meryl Streep 2020. So that is it for our popcorn pop bite minisode number five on the Chernobyl TV show from HBO. We should go watch that wherever HBO is being streamed. Shampre Hindi illegally, but we never know. <laughs> but we're not going to promote that here. You'll find a way. But thank you so much, Emil, again thank for you. joining me as always. I'm going to be so you. sad. You're going to be away for three weeks. Yes, yeah, boo, but. And you won't be able to join us for our next three episodes at the very yeah. least. It's okay. I'll, I'm, I'll, He'll be back. I'll be back. I'll be back, friends. Soon you'll see. You'll remember. Thank you. You belong to Thank you. Not me, but. Thank you, Lennon. Thank you, LMM. He's gonna be in the In the Heights movie just as a pop current here. I, I thought I thought you were gonna say he's gonna be on the show. I was like, he's gonna no, be on the show. No. So those are those are our I know, dream guests. Yes. Meryl Streep, LMM, Carly Ray, Taylor Swift, <laughs> Latna. Everyone. Lord. Um, oh my gosh. Yeah. We can just go on and on oh just talking about our dream guests. But of course, this has been your minisode. You can listen to all minisodes and all episodes of Popcorn, the main show, on Radio Katipunan 87.9 FM every Thursday and on Facebook Live at 4 p.m. And of course, every 6 p.m. after the live broadcast, we upload all our episodes on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, YouTube, and everywhere that podcasts are heard. If you are listening to Apple Podcasts, please do rate us so we can get to the charts and get to Meryl Streep. <laughs> and please follow us so we can listen to more episodes and minisodes of Popcorn and Pop Bites. And of course, you can follow the Popcorn accounts on Twitter and Instagram at, at Popcorn with Cholo. That's Popcorn W Cholo and Emil. Would you oh. like to plug your uh, greatness on Twitter? Oh God. Yeah, you can follow me on Twitter at Emilo Filena. Uh, E-M-I-L-H-O-F-I-L-E-N-A. Yes. Follow him. Amazing tweets. Yeah. I live. Uh, <laughs> and, of course, my handles are at CC Sedyaren. That's on Facebook. My Facebook like page. You can also get updates from there. Instagram, Twitter. That's it. Thank you so much for Yay. joining us Thanks. for this mini-sode. And see you all next week for our main show. Ooh. Goodbye. Goodbye.